Good morning, wonderful listeners of Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. It's a joy to come your way again today here on your favorite Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM, Bold and Brave. And we call the program as such because we believe that everyone that we have on here, every young entrepreneur is bold and brave. The entrepreneurship terrain is not an easy one. So for a young person to do well and survive and succeed there, it takes boldness and braveness. And that's why we named this program that. And so um, today is no exception. I have another young entrepreneur with me here in the studios. And I'm particularly excited today because <laughs> I think that this is somebody who has done a lot for her age. <laughs> <laughs> she's done a lot in her short life. And she's the CEO of Coats and Scrubs. She says she doesn't like to be called CEO, but that's what she is. So she's CEO of Coats and Scrubs uh, in the presence of Ajua Boatima Bonsu. Hi, Ajua. Hi, <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you too? I'm very well. Thank you. Thanks for asking. It's good to have you on the show. Thanks for having <laughs> me. I'm excited. It's always nice coming back here. Yes, yes, yes. She's had some experience here as well. Yeah. So the back end there is... Uh, I told you, she's done a lot for her, for her age. Anyway, so this program is proudly brought to you by Carl Bank. You can enjoy banking uninterrupted with the all-new Carl Bank app as we work together to stop the spread of coronavirus. Now, this app allows you to do so much more. The Carl Bank app enables you to instantly send money to friends and loved ones to open a Snap account. Um, to shop and pay for goods and services from our e-shops and have them delivered to you. You can pay bills, you can pay school fees and other service providers. You can purchase airtime um, top-up or mobile data and so much more. What's more, you don't need to have an account with us in order to access the CarBank app. All you have to do is to link any Visa or MasterCard, MTN Mobile Money Wallet to the app and you're good to go. Go ahead, download the CarBank app today from the Play Store and App Store, and you can stay on top of your account anytime and anywhere with our quick, easy, and secure CarBank app. Call us toll free on 0800-500-500, that's 0800-500-500, or chat with us online. Um, on our social media platforms and on WhatsApp. You can also contact us via email, customercare at carbank.net. Carbank forward together. All right, so back to you, Adra. Tell us a bit about yourself. Mm. We'll, we'll start off with um, <laughs> with that. You know that's the first question you ask when you go for a medical school interview? <laughs> <laughs> really? Tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very simple, but it's a very loaded question. So, yes, my name is Ajoa. I'm a young girl um, from a family of um, three, my mother, my brother, and I. Okay. And, um, yeah, just a child of God, mm. striving to make impact and fulfill purpose, basically. I'm a final year medical student. Okay. And, um, yes, and cuts and scraps. You're in school and you're running this business at the same yes, time. Yes, yes. That yeah. is rare. That mm. is rare. I don't think I've had anybody who is still in school and run. Most people I've interviewed say they started in school, but I haven't okay. had somebody who is actually still in school mm. and, and running a business. So that makes you unique. Oh. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> tell us a bit about growing up. Um, where did you grow up? Okay. So um, I grew up in Koforidia. Oh, okay. And I stayed there till I went to high school. Mm. So um, I went to Pentecost Preparatory School for okay. my primary. I've forgotten which Christian, um you know, the preschool. <laughs> I've, I've forgotten which one it was. I don't okay. think it, it still exists anyway. Mm. Yeah. So that was why I had my primary school education in junior high school. Okay. And um, yeah, I lived at a place called Insukao. Had a lot of friends. I remember okay. growing up, it was a very exciting period, full of pain and happiness all at the same time, I think. I remember many times we'd go and catch birds, kill them, and <laughs> all that. Do you want to go hunting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we did goodness. a lot here. We did a lot here. Yeah, so that, that was where I grew up. Okay, mm -hmm. I see. And and then um, from there? From there, I went to... So this was to, after JHS? Um, yes, you so after to. junior high school, I went to West Eagles High School. Okay, ish. Yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you girls. And by the grace okay. of God, yes. Okay. I don't know what I would do to myself if I didn't go to gay. <laughs> <laughs> no apologies <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. 
okay. went to Wesley Girls, then mm. um, I went to Legon, did um, diagnostic radiography. Okay. Then from there, um, I went on to um, UCC to read medicine. Okay. Which is where you are now. Yeah, which is okay. You've moved quite fast, so <laughs> let's go back to Gay here. How is life in Gay for you? Like coming from Kofordia? Gay here was like um, how do I? It was like heaven. Really? You know, people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> people complain about it being um, harsh and all that, but I think um, I felt very privileged being in the school, mm. looking at where I was coming from. I mean, I didn't come from a very um, affluent family mm. and um, I wasn't the typical person that you look at and say that oh this person is going to this kind of school so I felt um, very privileged being there and I thought mm. that okay looking at all the old girls the people who had been churned out of the school mm-hmm. like every single thing that was happening in the school the punishments all the hard labor and all that were those things that were needed to mold you to become that kind of person that you mm. admire so mm. it was um, it wasn't easy it was tough um it was it was but it was it was it was altogether a wonderful experience i mm. had um i discovered a lot of things about myself because one thing about um gehi is that y- the fact that you're a science student doesn't mean that you only do things that are you know related science to related. science like when it comes to um competition debates and all that it's people are picked from across board, across board. Mm. even in joining clubs you're not Restricted to which kind of clubs you're going to join, depending on what cause you're, what cause you're reading, mm. and yeah, so it was um, a period of self discovery and then okay. um, building a lot of confidence mm. in myself, and yeah, yeah. I see. Did you get saved in gay? No, actually, I got saved in primary school, oh, and that, okay. that, that was. Um, I, I always say that I have a very rare salvation story okay. because it wasn't the typical. You know, you go to church, you hear preaching, mm, and all that. Yes, because yeah. I, 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 I had practically been in church all my life. You mm. know, I thought I knew God. And in Pentecost, I mean, it's a Christian school. So practically every day you're hearing about God, Mm -hmm. you're hearing people read about the Bible Mm. and all that. But my grandmother died when I was about 12 years old. And I was really close, closer to her than my mother. So I think I had now, I know, some kind of depression at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And I really felt lost. And mm. I remember at the point in time, I wished I would just sleep and not wake up in a long time. Uh, not exactly to die, but that was what... <laughs> just not exist <laughs> anymore. I could, yeah, not exist. I know like, the feeling. Die for, <laughs> die for a while and then you just... <laughs> you know, so I was, I mean, I, I felt so lost. And I remember standing on the balcony in my school and praying that, you know, like, God, I don't have anything. Mm. You know, I'm like, right now, my life is worth nothing. But if mm. you can actually... You use me for something, you know, just let me just give my life to you and then bring something good out of it. Mm-hmm. And that that is only actually the the main salvation period, like the main born again experience right. for me. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I'm sure I went forward in churches and all that, but that is where I remember I actually made a commitment to give my heart to mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and everything changed, practically changed wow. afterwards because I wasn't such a good student. I, in fact, something really? you, you not believe it <laughs> no, that's the, you see really? that's the amazing it was like you know be moving from dust to how do they even say that's <laughs> to grace because i was a struggling from grass student. to grace grass to grace okay because <laughs> i remember um back from you know primary school i used to sleep a lot when i was in KG, I would okay. always. They actually made a song for <laughs> myself and another guy. We were sleeping all the time. I'm telling you, and I had to be forced to study. I remember my mother beating me many times to study. So I, I hardly studied in my life. So wow. I wasn't such a good student. Mm. I don't remember even being seeing books as important. But then <laughs> after I got born again. A lot of things changed. I remember taking the decision that, you know, like I really wanted to become a different person. Mm. And so moving from primary school, that was when I was about 12, class six, mm-hmm. moving from there to the junior high school where there were new teachers, new class and everything. I made a decision that I was going to have a fresh start. Wow. So m- I moved from being like 
a, a student that teachers wouldn't even think of, mm, you know. Mm. So being a really good student in mm. junior high school, mm. I couldn't sing before. But then mm. that was when I realized that people started saying, okay, you have a nice voice. And I actually, because I tried to join the choir before. And then <laughs> Don't I tell me you were bound. sad. Oh, yes. Oh, I was, so, you, so you can imagine. And then in junior high school, like, okay, like I'm a singer, I'm a solo singer. I'm the kind of person that they'll call to come and sing. Wow. So I think my, my born again experience was a, a miracle. Mm for me but but it wasn't um it changed a lot in your life it did it it Mm. did i i but then i i think i had a lot of struggles because i felt so unclean and unworthy of god's love Mm. and i remember even from that period till i got to university first year I, I struggled. I, mm. I felt, I always said I was feeling like the Syrophoenician woman who came to Jesus and said that, you know, it's like I, I need healing for my child, but right. even if you don't give me the, the food for the, the children, you know, let the me eat the crumbs. The yeah, and I, I felt I was always begging for God's love and mm. all that. And I did a lot of things, like, you know, spiritual things, all trying the, in an attempt to, to try to up. win God's mm. love and all mm. that. And until I've, I finally understood that even before I knew him, even before I came to him, he actually loved me and wow. you know understood God's love for me so yeah that That's was amazing. when <laughs> the difference that that experience makes in in anybody's life it's mm-hmm. amazing yeah, anyway so so after Gehe what happened after Gehe um I went to Legon I wanted to read in fact I wasn't in Gehe I was so confused <laughs> by the time <laughs> I was finishing Gehe as to okay. what I wanted to do in my life because I went to Gehe wanting to be a doctor you know, okay. read science. But Gehe taught me that, you know, I could actually be anything I wanted to be. Right. Because, like, I, I was selected to be um, b- for the Ghana at Fifth City Debates. You okay. know, they picked from each of the classes. So my class elected me to represent. Okay. Um, and before I realized, I was actually the main speaker. Wow. And there were art students and all that. So I began to wonder, okay, I could actually do law. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad idea. You right. know, I was very passionate about, like, you know, fighting for people and all that kind of thing. Yes. And then we had done a lot of selling in school as well for okay. occasions. And I realized, ah, I could really sell. And I liked business. So okay. by the time I was finishing it, I was confused. confused. Did I want to do law? <laughs> Did I want to do business? Or I still wanted to be a doctor. I actually went for counseling for that because... <laughs> it was a source of depression wow. for me. Yeah, so I went to, I, I was a peer counseling head okay. then, so I had access to the counselors who would come from our side. Okay. And I was speaking to one of them, and she said, you know, like if you did medicine afterwards, you could do law if you wanted to. Okay. And then business, everybody can do business. So okay. that was a mindset that I had okay. um, going to um going to Legon. Mm. But when I went to Legon, we started with biological science and we we're doing chemistry, physics and all that. And I just wasn't feeling it. Like I wasn't <laughs> so interested in all that. And mm. I was confused again whether I wanted to um, stop at that point and then go to business school because that, that okay. option was, was also there. available. Okay. But um, I remember one time we were in church and they were showing the Healing Jesus Crusade videos okay. and they were doing the medical outreach. So mm. I saw them doing the medical outreach and I cried from the beginning of the documentary to the end and I was <laughs> like, okay, God, like if this is what I would do for the rest of my life, then I mean, this medicine thing is worth it. So. Uh-oh. I continued in Legon wanting to do medicine. But mm. as a first year biological science, those times you do biological science first year mm-hmm. and afterwards based on your um, grade points, mm-hmm. um, GDP. Um, GPA. GPA. <laughs> <laughs> GDP, you're a business person. <laughs> God's message for that. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> so based on your GPA, you would um, get to go to med- um, into medicine or any other. But I was so sure I was going to gets medicine so I didn't even choose anything else okay yeah, it was all medicine all the way but I had a 3.82 three was it 3.84 something Jeez. and the cutoff at that point was uh, at that that year was um 3.9 Whoa. And, um, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make it to medical school, and it was also another very hard period for I me. Can only I can only imagine. <laughs> I would, I mean, I always say that 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 heartbreak is worse than any <laughs> heartbreak I've had. 
hard in my life because you know <laughs> I I've always believed in not being a one-sided person. Like mm-hmm. you don't just go to school and study and yeah. then you have your grades and that's just about it. I mean, right. it's a waste of life because the most influential people in my life, like Bishop Dag and Yao Pebi, they were people who in medical school were doing other things. Right. So that was a mindset I went to school. So right in first year, I was doing a lot of things like okay. you know going to schools to talk to people, going for crusades to sing and all that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my life was packed. Right. And I still said, so I set my my targets. I wanted to get a 3.8 and still do all these other things. So getting a 3.4, I was like, okay, yeah, I've done, I've fulfilled my dream. Little did I know that something like, <laughs> <laughs> when you're aiming, you have to aim all the aim way higher. up. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't make it to medical school. And it took a while for me to get my balance. That you know, the, you've heard of the thing that they say medical suicide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it wasn't a physical suicide, but it probably was an emotional suicide because I couldn't feel myself for almost a year. Eesh. And my friends <laughs> convinced me to um, to read um, radiography. Okay. In fact, people are, you you people you had the option of applying for medicine and something else, but like I told you, I was so sure I was getting medicine that I didn't apply for anything. anything else. So they had I I still continued. They had gone to do. My friend was doing physio, one was doing radiography. Then mm-hmm. they'll come back. We were roommates. They'll come back and tell me, you know, it's not that bad. I mean, these are new areas could make an impact. I mean, that's what you like to do and all that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. give it a shot. So I just wrote to the school. I went to see the registrar, mm-hmm. and then they fixed me for an interview. Okay. And I mean, it's a miracle altogether. And I I got a slot for radiography, but even afterwards, I was still not sure whether I wanted to do it or not. So okay. my roommate comes to the room one time and told me somebody was saying something that when the person sees me in the biological class, the biological science Science class, class, he gets very upset because (laughs) (laughs) he tried to get the allied health courses and he didn't get it. And it's like, I'd gotten it and I was still... (laughs) You're still not content. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I was still staying with them. So I thought about it. I mean, I was just confused at that point. So I just decided to go. And it was, I think it was one of the best decisions I I took. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I did radiography and then afterwards um, did my internship, worked for a year and then went to medical school in UCC. You did your internship where? Confanoche. Oh, yeah. so you went to Kumasi as well to Kumasi, for a while. Yeah, How was yeah. that experience like? Oh, it was Kuferidia wonderful. Kuferidia to Accra to Kumasi. <laughs> no, Kuferidia to Cape Coast. Cape Coast. to, to Kumasi. You know, you know, it's, I mean, I, Kumasi, when they said I was going to Kumasi, I don't know why they even posted me. I think they, by my name, they thought I was probably uh, from Kumasi from, or yeah. something, you know, because they always want to make it convenient for people right. work where you stay. Okay. And I actually screamed when they mentioned Kumasi. I did everything <laughs> in my power not to go to Kumasi. <laughs> I tried to change to stay in Accra, but it didn't work. So I even went late, like a month or so late. <laughs> <laughs> and but it turned out to be a wonderful experience. It was a time of introspection, self reflection. Mm. I had um I remember um I I joined um, my area church, my local church mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. they didn't have a a, a J church like the youth church for mm-hmm. that group of people. So okay. I started one and we had such a wonderful time. I wow. mean wonderful time. So Kumase is is like it, it will not call you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. I see. So you're there for how long? I was there for a year, almost a year. Okay. Yeah, so what I was doing the internship in um, Confanoche, but then I was doing part time, voluntary part time mm. at um, the Breast Imaging Center because they didn't have a mammal at um, Confanoche, but I wanted to learn how to do the mammal. So I oh. would just go there every day, work for free. Really? And it, yeah, no transportation, nothing for free but it really paid off because when I was done I I, I actually got a job before I finished my internship Wow, which was a struggle not not with them somewhere else because they were looking for a female who could do mamu so if I hadn't gone to work there I would have had all the other experience as a radiographer but not the mamu part so it helped so volunteering does pay off doesn't it it does it does something it does even with business for instance I always tell people that I I'm a church maid girl because mm-hmm. like when I was in um, when I was in Legon, you know like um, I remember making t-shirts in church. It was like my main business okay. in church. You know, <laughs> like I took it very personal. Mm. You know, like 
making t-shirts, selling t-shirts, I was so excited about it. So wow. as of the time I was starting my business, I, one time I was invited um, by the university, University of Cape Coast, to be a representative on mm. one of the the forums that they have biannually. Okay. And one of the questions they were going to ask me was how difficult it was for me to start um a business and it, it, I think it was because like most people find it difficult so it's right. like I'm representing people so right. I should come and talk about it exactly. but then I realized that if I said it was difficult I would act, it would actually be a lie wow starting <laughs> <laughs> starting itself was one of the easiest things I ever did because like I'd had practice that's, that's also a rare answer on this show because oh, we, I don't find that a lot uh, people say it's, it, was, yes. it was it was so easy it's like just calls calls like you know this person and even is it because of, of how you are made I don't know how it was easy for <laughs> you and this for everybody else I don't I think see I think maybe it was um, from the um, the position where I was when I decided to actually start mm-hmm. may have mattered because I was in a place where I really needed to do this thing okay. you know and then also, I had had a lot of experience mm-hmm. using other people's money, church money, to do business. You know? oh, okay. And then I al- already knew people who could do the things that I needed based on the work I'd done in church. Mm. You know, so when it came to tailors, making t-shirts in church had shown me where to get tailors for trimming of t-shirts, embroidery. Okay. I already knew people. Okay. And even in terms of money. The mm. money that I needed, I didn't have money at that time. So I had to, um, I remember Alf, Auntie Alfie from Alfie Designs. Yeah. I'd been working with her when it came to t-shirts in church. Oh, okay. So I just called and told her, okay, this is what I want to do. I have, I've, I'd already gone to get a contract before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we could actually start. And okay. so this is a situation. Is it possible you can make them when they pay? And then easily like that so volunteerism is something that i'm always teaching um we have a group of people that we mentor and all that and it's something i always push you it doesn't you may not get any monetary yes but the the experience the the experience and what you gain in the end Mm. is so worth it here you were with a job waiting for you before you you finished just because you volunteered just because i volunteered just because i volunteered And it was a good, a well-paying job too. And people took like over a year before they actually got jobs. Mm. You know, working they were working in the government institutions with them. They were being paid like internally generated funds, which Mm -hmm. wasn't much. But I had like a normal, good-paying job even before I finished my internship. Wow! Wow! So did you go and work there? Yes, I did. I went to work there for almost, uh, I think, like nine months. Till till I got my admission to medical school. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I was actually working when I got the text <laughs> message <laughs> to come for yeah, the interview. Yeah. So medical school came back into the picture. How did that yeah. happen? Because <laughs> <laughs> after Legon, you had finished with geography, going to doing your you know service with Kumasi and all that, started working, and then mm. back to medical school. What yeah. what what happened? See, the thing is that see, remember I went to university wanting to be a doctor. Yes. And I'd gone to do radiography. Radiography was wonderful. It was great. Right? Mm. And I, I, a lot of my friends had decided to go and do their master's and PhD in the allied health courses and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. And I thought about my future, what I want. And I was wondering, okay, do I want to do this thing for the rest of my life? <laughs> what happened to the medicine? Why do I not want to do it? And there were a lot of mental barriers to going mm. to do because I felt too many years you're already growing old mm-hmm. get married get settled and all those kind of things mm-hmm. then I asked myself that in a couple of years to come if I'm talking to my daughters mm. or my kids about why I decided not to go to medical school will these reasons be good enough good enough mm. you know mm-hmm. and it's like this is what you want to do your, if your reasons are not strong enough, maybe you, if I ever developed a certain kind of passion in the field mm. and I wanted to still stay there, yeah, but it wasn't, I didn't think it, it was something that. I wanted to do yet. Mm. I, I rather enjoyed the, I mean, I want to do radiology after school, which is okay. related to um, radiography that I did. I love radio, the radiology. Wait, what's the difference? <laughs> There's radiology and then there's There's radiography. Radiography Radiography is what you did in in, in Yes, what I did in undergrad, yes. And then radiology is a specialty after medicine. So you work close to... So you're actually a radiologist as well. I'm a radiographer. Yep. (laughs) 
Okay, now I'm confused. <laughs> I'm a radiographer who will turn a doctor in the next two months. <laughs> I told you, this girl has done a lot <laughs> oh. in her short life. <laughs> okay. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I see. So, so what's the difference between radiology? Oh, you said radiology. Radiology. Is the post. It's an orgy. And then there's a radiography. Is a ah. <laughs> yeah. So the radiography is more of the technical thing. Like, you know, okay. you take the images and you deal with the patients and all that. Then mm-hmm. when it comes to radiology, um, you are interpreting the images, right. making the diagnosis and all that. Then there's okay. interventional radiology. Which has to do with you know like therapeutic stuff and all that. I see. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow, so, there's a whole <laughs> this field. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I know that you had some experience with Hard Group as well yes. when you were in school. Tell oh us a bit goodness. about that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so I was in Gehe when um, Dr. Yalpebi came mm-hmm. to visit us. Okay. Came to give a wonderful inspirational speech. Mm. Um, we bought his books, and I remember he signed my book, and he said, "See you at the top." <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's uh, at the top. That's where you belong or something. And I held that thing close to my heart. Yes. So after school, after high school, um he was having a there was a springboard that was when they had started the springboard mm-hmm. shows and I knew he was speaking at one of them. So I came all the way from Koforidia for the program okay. and met him afterwards and all that. Then he told me about Heart Group okay. and you know how they go to the I was particularly interested in the parts where they go to the schools to talk to people. Right. So I joined them then and um, started coming from Kufuridia to Accra every month for the huddle. Oh. And that one year gap, we used to have, I don't know if they still have that, no, I don't think they, but we used to have a year after high school. Before uh, uni. Before you, you yeah. Know, yeah. So that year it was me, had group and a lot of listening to messages and all that. Mm. And I feel that one year just changed my life like that. It molded wow. me in a certain way. So mm. me and the had group, Dr. Yalpebi, they, 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 they set me on a certain path, mm. you know, like changed me completely from a girl who knew nothing, had not. I mean, yeah, I think I I had ambitions and dreams and all that, but mm-hmm. it really changed. That whole year was a transformative period for me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I was with them for um, a long, back in uni, I think until I went to um, Kolibu for radiography. But even then, like, I still keep in touch with them and all okay. that. And a lot of things that we do in quotes and scraps, especially when it comes to the mentorship aspects mm. and, you know, coaching and all that, it, well, you only go to our, our website. You see that a lot of them are just ad- adapted from the hard group experience. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, I'm having a chat with Adjoa Boatma So she's CEO of Coats and Scraps. She's ha- had so much experience <laughs> <laughs> in her very short life, but I think that it's 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 laudable and, and a very good example for young people out there. Um, don't limit yourself. I think that's that's what I've I've learned from chatting with Adjoa today. Don't limit yourself to just a few things. Explore. Try th- different things. Mm-hmm. This girl has done so many different things in her life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you may not necessarily use everything that you are learning mm-hmm. at the same time, but it will come in handy yeah, at some point. She says she went to volunteer somewhere, and that is what got her mm-hmm. a job, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. While she was even still in school, she had a job waiting for her, mm-hmm. you know. So it really does pay off. And um, this program, by, by the way, is brought to you proudly by Car Bank. And um, we're continuing with our discussion. So from, from um, where are we now? <laughs> from uni. Mm. After uni. Yeah. So after university... I think much of after university, um, my internship working and then going to um, university again. So most of my things have been in school. I remember okay. back in um, Legon as well, like working here at Sweet Melodies. Yes. You know, and you know it's amazing. And sometimes <laughs> I look back and I was like, how was I even doing it? Exactly. Because you know, I mean, I I had a first class from mm-hmm. um, Legon, right? But looking at all the things that I used to do, mm-hmm. I can't. It See probably how you was just by the grace of God. <laughs> and so, like, now when people ask me, one of the common questions I have, mm. I, I get asked when I'm giving talks somewhere or, like, people are just asking you is that, how do you combine exactly. doing business? Because I don't just do business. I do church and other things yes. with medical school. And <laughs> I <laughs> I think is the training that I had mm-hmm. during my undergrad. Because okay. 
church was like very demanding because mm. I remember handling a, a bustle those times what we now call bus centers or like fellowships then okay. and I would come to Sweet Melodies like every day of the week yes. to come and do you know <laughs> 6 p.m. news and then something will force me to do <laughs> jingles and you don't have to say all that right now okay <laughs> <laughs> you are here in a different capacity you girl <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, and then make, doing t-shirts as well. And yes. I remember being in charge of a ministry, the media, as and all these things. They, I think they 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 taught me how to um, do things within with, with the little time that you have. Mm. So mm. then, like you said, like every experience that you have pays off eventually. Yes, it does. Yeah. So that those were my experiences in um, undergrad. In um, so I went to um, UCC. Mm-hmm. And remember, I was going to UCC as an as a graduate, yes. right? So, um, and I told you about the mental mm-hmm. um, blocks in my mind. In fact, when I got that mission and mm-hmm. I paid my fees mm-hmm. afterwards, I changed my mind. <laughs> you know, I said I wasn't going again. And one of the things that I wanted to do, I, I, it's difficult for me to feel like I'm being a burden on people. Mm. So for my first year in university, I decided that I was saving my, my pay from work to pay my fees. And okay. that was huge. Like those times, like it was like 10,000 CDs at that mm. time. So I'd gone to pay the fees myself. And since it was my money, like I could decide whether to go or not to go. Right. So I wasn't, everyone was calling me. My mom was calling. I just put off my phone because I was like, how, because if initially... <laughs> Thinking about so you all paid those your school fees yourself to go to in, to yes. go to uh, the UCC. first year. Yes. Wow, for the first year, and I said I wasn't go- going. It, so as <laughs> 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 it wasn't as I was talking about, it wasn't an it easy wasn't time. Mm. It wasn't. It was one of the most difficult decisions I had to take. But some way I knew that why, God what, was what, in Why it. was it a Why did you change your mind? Because you had always wanted to do medicine yes. and here you were. Yes. With the opportunity. the opportunity. So what changed? I mean, what? Thinking about the fact that I was going to school and this wasn't just a school where <laughs> you could just do it as part-time. It's like a full-time <laughs> A full-time school, uh-huh. and then it's like you look, you compare yourself to your mates, and mm-hmm. it's like okay, you and you're female, you know, female, all those things. Um, and I remember that that time there was somebody in the picture, mm-hmm. and it was like okay, if you're going to school, like you know, this is not going to work, kind of thing. You okay. Know? So it's like you think about all those things, and you're like, am I really? I could just live. A, you could just be a simple person. <laughs> there are people who are. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly so i i prayed about it i cried a lot and then i went to school now this is what happened see remember i I'd saved all my money working to pay my fees <laughs> and had bought a tablet <laughs> some accoutrements <laughs> like my whole life savings <laughs> so i go to the school and then um First year, in between first year and second year, like I told you, like I, 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 I decided that it wasn't just going to be school for me. Like if I was really going to do this thing, I think that was one of the reasons mm-hmm. that made me decide to go that okay. I could actually do it and live life normally. If I okay. was going to the school, then my life as an individual should continue. If I wanted to do research or okay. do business, everything should run at the same time. Okay. So um, I decided to do a paper, a research paper with one of my lecturers and mm-hmm. we, had, we were working on it. So during the vacation, I was still staying on campus. To, okay. do, to do it and in the course of the semester I'd been robbed by roommates and I Ooh, our laptops were stolen oh and I'd been graciously given another laptop okay. and um, I was there I remember being called to come to church because there were some young people that um, my bishop wanted me to talk to mm-hmm. and rushed into the bathroom came back to the room and my things had been stolen Sheesh. so I was already in a bad state mm-hmm. like you know like I feel I'm I'm old I should be out there and all that and then this thing comes up mm-hmm. and it's like I don't even know eventually <laughs> the things I was even brooding over wasn't even just the things that were stolen but my life in general mm-hmm. I really felt like I had failed in life mm-hmm. like why didn't I get to med- medical school the first try yeah, yeah. and it was I had a major depressive episode for like almost two weeks I couldn't eat I couldn't get out of bed I I just couldn't even pray, mm. you know. It's like I'll open my mouth and I'll be like, God, why? God, why? Hmm. You know, it's like it was a very bad moment for me. Mm. And that was actually when I thought of Coats and Scraps. So initially it started off as different things. Okay. I thought about like I was in bed and after the two weeks I felt like, 
you know, I can't continue like this, you know. Mm. Like Find something else to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, enough of the pity party. What mm. is the way forward? Yeah. And the way forward for me was that I did not really like being so dependent. Mm. So I needed to do something that could earn me money. Okay. And so I was going to add, I am, I'm a skinny person, obviously. Mm. So I'd always struggled <laughs> getting the right fits of lab coats. Oh, and okay. so I used to have tailors make them for me and people would be like oh you know even when I went to university my lab course was different and people would like oh it's nice that, and I thought okay then it could actually be a business so wow. I decided so that's to scratch that exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd actually done a wow. contract prior for a department in KNUSD mm-hmm. that was like one out of something you know so I thought I mean this thing I could actually do it mm. And that was it. And I thought, you know, with all my struggles trying to get to medical school, it would really help if I helped other people, mm. wanted to help other people. So one of the major things that Coast and Scraps also does is coaching people for medical school interviews. Oh. And we wrote the book on the okay. medical school, preparing for the medical school interview. Right. And then our podcast as well. Like mm. we talk about all these kind of we things. We have a podcast. Yeah, we have a wow. podcast called The, the Medics Show. Um, okay. It's on Podbean at the moment, but we're moving to iTunes, hopefully by the end of the week. Okay. Yeah. So they were all different things, you know. Like, I've always been interested in community service, health mm-hmm. advocacy, and all that. So, mm-hmm. and scratch, we go to the schools to talk to them about reproductive health and okay. those kind of stuff. So, different, different things. And eventually, it's like they all became like they can all fit under one umbrella, okay. which is um, the Coats and Scraps. Yeah. Okay. So, that was my. That's beginning. interesting. So, you're not doing just producing lab coats and oh, stuff no. like that for sale. <laughs> People know us for different things. For different things. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, you can check our website. We okay. we we do um, the the money is a social enterprise. Okay. So much of the profits that we make, mm-hmm. right, is um, goes into these things. We organize okay. conferences, what, the A plus plus medics conference. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like for the past three years, we've been having a conference in University of Cape Coast mm. for. Um, First year um, student, students in the various um, health science programs. That's very hard groupish. Yeah, I told you, you know, <laughs> every yes. every experience has come to form. Yeah. My experience here at Sweet Melodies, everything just comes to for like that. And so the the conference talks to them. Like we bring people, successful people in their fields to talk mm-hmm. to them and okay. encourage them to prepare adequately in university. So you know, it's not mm-hmm. just about the books, you know. How your soft skills, how you speak, you know, yes. writing series and encourage them to maximize their time in university. Mm. You know, like mm. how what well, we have the opportunity to have people like Dr. Alpebi and the Hat Group teaching us these things. So yes. it sets you apart, kind of. Yeah. Yes. So it's just a way of giving back what we have received. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we go to we do out um, health outreaches as well. Mm-hmm. So we've been to Ankafor. Um, Leprosarium to make donations and we won the Community Service Award. I think maybe we'll talk about those ones later. We mm-hmm. That helped us to um, assist the University of Cape Coast in building okay. a um, toilet facility in one of the wow. villages. It's It's been, I mean... You, it's, Must um, be very fulfilling, isn't it? <laughs> fulfilling is an <laughs> it's another statement. It's another statement, <laughs> I tell you. It's come with so many p- benefits. Apart from wow. the emotional fulfillment, I mean, tangible... Um, benefits as well. I, I, do, I, I first time first time in Europe was on the ticket of coats and scraps. So Are you kidding me? I'm telling you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Tell me about that experience. Oh. You went to Europe. Yeah, I went to because Germany because of coats and scraps. Because of coats and scraps. Yeah. So um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what? How did that happen, Adra? So. so <laughs> So UCC has um, a partnership with um, one of the universities in um, Germany, um, and um, they, it was I think before it was just um, a collaboration between lecturers. So the lecturers used to travel to Germany every year. Okay. So last year they decided that they wanted to bring students entrepreneurs on board, mm. and I had um, I, I've been in a number of competitions in. UCC. So okay. the first one that we were in was the SRC Business Idea Challenge. Okay. And we were second in that one. So okay. that sort of put us in a circle. Like mm. people would always send you links to comp- other competitions happening. Right. And so, um, and yeah, then afterwards, a community service award by Osei Foundation where mm-hmm. we re- were representing UCC actually. And then we became first. So mm. this time, um, the Ministry of Business Development was doing um, the campus business pitch. 
Okay. Yeah, so we um, were competing. We wrote our concept papers for selection and everything. So Coats and Scraps um, became first in that one. And right around that same time, there was this Bet Ghana project thing Mm -hmm. that was also... So I almost didn't even submit a paper for it. (laughs) So it was the same paper that was submitted for the... um, Campus business pitch mm. just modified it and last minute. I think I submitted it on the day, the <laughs> deadline, because the deadline was the day for the campus business pitch. So okay. we just submitted it and then they called for a number of meetings, pitches here and mm. there, and all that. And the 10 companies were selected. Okay. And so we got a free trip to Germany, we had free wow. training there, and got stipends as well. And <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I think about Are you it, it's, me? it's it's funny because like you know sometimes like God just gives you an idea and it's like wow. it just starts over something small. You have yes. no idea where, where it, it can will. it will go. And mm. so many I meet people that people I know just because of quotes and scraps. I would ordinarily not have met them. Yes. You know, people call me. They need um, lab coats. They need scraps. And these are like top people in our field. Mm. You know, yeah. Mm. So it's. It's been a wonderful experience, really. Wow. It's been a wonderful experience. It's amazing. So now the million-dollar question. How have you managed to do this? <laughs> I mean, run a business that does so many different things yeah. because most businesses are just doing one thing, mm-hmm. selling mm-hmm. Yeah. a group of things yeah. or even just one thing. Yeah. Here you are. You are doing community service things, social, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, doing so much in that mm-hmm. one company. Mm-hmm. And you're in school as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in final year. You're almost done with yeah. You're almost a doctor. I'm always a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Wow. Yeah. How? 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 Ajua. First of all, first of all, it's, I would definitely say it's the grace of God. When we say the grace of God, it's some, some, sounds cliche, isn't it? It? It's, it's, yeah, it sounds cliche until you're actually in it and then you mm. realize that natural things can't really explain this. Right. I mean, because right. especially that sometimes I feel like, oh, wow, I'm not prepared for this exam. I'm definitely going to fail. And then it's like, <laughs> you go and then you sail through. And by the grace of God, I'm not an average student. Like, I, mm. I do quite well in school. Right. And um, I th- on that note, I would want to say thank you very much to my school, my faculty, and everybody for the support and the pressure they give me to be able to, you know, still study and then do this. Mm. Um. So the grace of God, number one, and then secondly, help, mm. help. Mm. I think I've been blessed with help. Wow! In my um, studying, for instance, uh, one of my mates, Amelia. Hello, Amelia. <laughs> I mean, she is a wonderful help. I'm, she has a wonderful mind. She remembers book. So even sometimes wow. you're going to write an <laughs> exam and then I've not read something. She has everything in her head. So she just has to tell me and then I remember and then I, I write an exam. Oh. So people <laughs> helping you to, to study okay. and all that. And my, my, my lectures are usually very hard on me. Sometimes I feel they are harder on me than other people. So, right. yeah, it helps you to... Um, you know, like stay focused because I mean, at this point in time, you're going to be a doctor, mm-hmm. and it's so important to me to be a good doctor, not just because um, right. the natural thing is that people assume that if you're doing business, then mm. you're probably um, slacking in one area, exactly. and that is so some your medical thing will suffer exactly. And that's a, a, a mindset that we want to debunk that mm. it doesn't have to be like that, you doesn't. could actually be good in mm. many things, mm. right? Yeah, and medicine is human life, so you right. need to be you can't, very you can't be bad at you it. Can't, exactly, you can't <laughs> with it mm. so it's very important and then again i think our school system also helps because we run the modular system okay yeah so for every um graduate student i think ucc offers the best um is a school of choice for you when you want to do medicine yeah okay. it's a lot of work is a lot of pressure as you know like yes. ucc is <laughs> ucc is hard but yes. it's, it's good for for um graduates because you you learn in the practical things you enjoy it mm. more and yeah my my school is more like a family you know okay. so people actually check up on me you know like if I'm knowing in a lecture or something, I have like lecturers who, mm. you know, want to find out what is happening and all that kind of thing. So okay. I think, yeah, all these things. And like I said, my experiences in the past, I've been stretched so thin in all my life that mm. it's like you can sort of like cope somehow, mm. even when um, things are demanding. Yeah. So prioritizing, I'm not a very... I'm not an expert when it comes to time management. I wish I, I were. I'm, I'm working on it. Like, I mean, my sanguineous nature. That's difficult it. to believe, actually, for <laughs> someone who has achieved so much. Actually, that's the, you see, the grace. So. 
<laughs> the grace yeah. covers all these the things. The grace covers all these things. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I try, I try, but mm. um, and I think maybe God has also gifted me with a lot of energy. Mm. You know, like I. Um, oh, trust me. <laughs> He has p- listeners. This girl right here. <laughs> so, so that 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 I I uh, maybe it's something that God has just um, given me for these kind of things, you mm. know, so that I can be able to manage them all without getting that tired, tired. or so stressed out and all that. Yeah. Wow. But I know it's been good, and I think that everybody can do. In fact, I think that others can do better. If I can do this, mm. then others can really do better. Like I said, you know me. I'm a, I'm very, I'm a, a son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, I'm not an expert when it comes to discipline. You mm. know, I'm not that meticulous kind of person. So if even me, I can get these things. And then it's like the proper, you know, melancholic people and all wow. that can <laughs> do better. Yeah. That is very, very encouraging. Anyway, <laughs> so tell us a bit about your Struggles and challenges. I'm sure everybody has had their fair share. Yeah. You've told us a bit about that, um, but tell us with relation to managing the business. Um, first, what comes to mind, like now, like even like a struggle I'm having today. <laughs> <laughs> struggles of working with you know like uh, typical like Ghanaian are they at at tailors and seamstresses artisans I don't know if they (laughs) (laughs) under that you know it's like and I'm the kind of person I don't like disappointing people so if I tell you that you're getting it tomorrow like I expect that like you 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 should get it tomorrow if you don't get it it really takes a toll on me Mm. so you make plans with your tailors you even give them extended deadlines and then (laughs) things are (laughs) things are not done in and you know the challenge of being like you know being a Christian and try not to lie you know (laughs) so So there's always a struggle of you know looking really silly and then lying you know it's a, it's either either way it's it's always a problem so that has been one of my 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 major challenges mm-hmm. and then um challenges with getting money as well sometimes um if you don't manage your cash flow well, for instance, like you can get money locked up and okay. you, people are requesting for things and you don't have money to get the raw materials for them. For them. Exactly. Mm. So, yeah. But I think I have had more um, wonderful experiences than, than challenges. Challenges, yeah. yeah. I have been helped. Mm. That's the thing. I, mm. I, I have been really helped mm. by every, by family, by lecturers, mm. And I just let me say thank you to um, University of Cape Coast Business School. Mm. They have, they, they, I feel mothered and fathered, mm. you know, because even though I'm not in their department. Yes, I was just going to ask, wait, you uh, are uh, doing medicine, you know, but you're mentioning business exactly, school. Exactly, because, you know, I don't know what it is like that. I didn't, I didn't experience that in Legon, but mm. UCC is very particular about, um, how do I put it, like students, when the business school mm. isn't just concerned about, about the business the students. students. They're interested in every student on campus who is interested in business. In fact, and they oh. are interested in everybody having an entrepreneurial uh, mindset. Wow. So they have um, the business incubator. They have the CESED Center for Small Scale, and you know, and you when they are working with you, you, you even feel like yeah, some big business <laughs> tycoon ty- ty- wow. or something. Yeah, so they That's they are amazing. constantly you know getting in touch, you know finding out how things are going. They really want you to do well because you're you doing well is a success for them as well. Right. So yeah, I think um, and we've had um, like the business competitions for instance have mm-hmm. also given us money. It's like the biz- SRC business challenge, we had five thousand community okay. service award, we had ten thousand, and then recently. Um, Youth and Sustainable Development mm. by um, UNDP. Okay. Also, um, we were selected as part of the winners for okay. um, that. So we also got um, five thousand okay. dollars from. Yeah. So I, I, th- I, I don't think when I hear stories from other entrepreneurs, mm. I think we have had a different path, right. and it's been a smoother path comparatively. Mm. That's what, why I always say that it's just been by the grace of God. Yes. And yes. sometimes I think about it, and I feel that back in my undergrad when I was working in church and doing all those things, mm. maybe this just God's, you know, yes. pay. 
you know, like exactly. you were doing them for free. Yeah. And it wasn't a struggle. It wasn't, I wouldn't, I wasn't even thinking of, okay, why won't you pay me? Mm. I was rather feeling that privileged, privileged like, I, wow, I'm in charge of this. Oh, exactly. wow, I get to work at Sweet Melodies. Yeah. Mm. And everything pays off eventually. Yeah. Wow. So it's been a wonderful experience, notwithstanding the, ch- the challenge. Yeah. It's been great. Amazing. Yeah. And so has this interview. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to wrap it up because of time. Believe it or not, listeners, we ran out of time. Oh. Had a, such a wonderful conversation uh, chat with um, Ajoa Batumabonsu, CEO of Coats and Scrubs. But before you go, um, if people want to get in touch with you, just give us, um, you know, a brief of what exactly you do in terms of what you have available for sale. Okay, so Coats and Scrubs, like um, we make medical uniforms, so lab coats, okay. scrubs, um, accessories, um, and face masks. Those, those in Pabwana. It's uh, part. The medical people. It's part. So, so the, the whole <laughs> outfit for okay. the, the trousers, that trousers and top thing ah, that you see in the okay. movies, yeah, plus the shoes and everything around that is, is they are the all part all. of yeah okay. scrap so we do that and we sell medical equipment for students basically okay. so stethoscopes figs and all those things we sell oh, them okay. yeah so that's um for the selling aspects and we have okay. a project called the learn and end project so we work with students in health um Health, who are enrolled in healthcare programs so okay. that they sell these to their students and make money okay. alongside. So aside you making money, we also, um, you know, communicate and learn about entrepreneurship as we do that as well. Okay. So that's that aspect. And then every year for the past, um, we're in our fourth year, so we run a coaching program for people who want to get to medical school okay. and training about um preparing for the interview, what to wear, what to say, okay. possible questions. And okay. we have a book on that. So you can check our website, um, which is still under construction anyway, or you can just okay. send us a mail, um, coastandscraps at gmail.com okay. and, um, or info at org. And, yeah, we can send you a book if you're preparing for the medical school interview. If you want to be a volunteer, especially okay. when it comes to our health advocacy staff as well, you can mm. also get in touch. Yeah. Any social media handles? Yeah, so um, we're on Facebook and then on Instagram as Coats and Scraps. Okay. Both of them, yep. And you can check our websites as well for any other, coatsandscraps.org. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Are there any numbers you want to leave? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you can send us a WhatsApp on 050-497-9351. Okay. Yep. Okay. And all the other numbers are on the website. Okay. <laughs> all right. So the website address again is? Cotesandscrubs.org. www.cotesandscrubs.org. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Coats and Scrubs is C-O-A-T-S-A-N-D and then S-C-R-U-B-S. Coats and Scrubs. Coats and Scrubs. Thank you so very much. Thank It's been a pleasure having you here. Not reading news, but... Sitting on the other side, you, you know, know yeah. of this interview and being an interview, I think that your your story is inspirational. It's very. You. I think that it's it's young people out there. This is this is it, <laughs> <laughs> and and this is the way to go when it comes. She shared so much of her experience and her wealth of knowledge, and I think that it's 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 laudable and well done. And and Thank and you. all the best to you in your final <laughs> final you. months. <laughs> Of medical school. <laughs> Listen, if she can do it, you can as well. Yeah. I mean, it's in Ghana. I don't find that a lot. People who are in school and doing big things yeah. in terms yeah. of on the side, as yeah. in like running a business or whatever. So I think that this address story is very, very, very encouraging. And um, like I said, if she's done it, you can do it too. Exactly. God's grace and help is available. So your last words to us, Adjoa, before you go. Mm, my last words. <laughs> yes. I have many last words, but let me just make it brief. Mm. Um, don't put yourself in a box. Mm. I think that God has made us differently. Society makes the boxes and tells That's you that right. a doctor does this and that. Mm-hmm. But until a f- couple of years ago, doctors were different from doctors as we have it now. So True. things are always evolving. True. So don't fit yourself into the box that society puts mm-hmm. you in. Mm-hmm. Express yourself, fulfill mm-hmm. your purpose, fulfill your destiny. And that is what will make you happy. And as my pastor always says, mm-hmm. your greatness or your success will not be based on what course you did in the university, yeah. but what gifts that God has given you that you're actually, you know, wow. using wow. and exhibiting. Yeah. That is amazing.
Listeners, same time next week, we'll be here with another riveting edition of Bold and Brave here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. We're live also, by the way, on our sister stations, Sweet Flow 102.1 FM in Tamale, Sweet Harmony 103.1 FM in Wa, and Sweet Memories 92.1 FM in Dowenya. Thank you so much for your company. I'll catch you next week. My name is Kweku Sampson. Have a great afternoon.